Welcome, welcome, welcome to the world according to Buki and them, y'all. Quit playing. It's Tuesday, y'all. I'm coming in sultry, too. I hope everybody's been having a pretty cool Tuesday. And if it hasn't been pretty cool, I hope it gets to pretty cool at some point. Thank you again for tuning in to the world according to Buki and them podcast. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And I thank you so much for all of your support. And truly, I wish you nothing but the absolute best that life has to bring to you in every, every way. I want you to always remember, we might not be in first class, but guess what? We can still be on the plane. Okay. And I'm going to get right to it. Biden allies to announce new sanctions on Russia. Uh, The National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said today that President Biden and U.S. allies would announce new sanctions on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine when the president travels to Brussels later this week. He will join our partners in imposing further sanctions on Russia, tightening the existing sanctions to crack down on evasion and to ensure robust enforcement, Sullivan told reporters during a press briefing. Sullivan declined to provide details about specific sanctions, saying he wouldn't get ahead of the announcement that would be made in conjunction with the U.S. allies on Thursday. Still, he emphasized that the measures would involve enforcing current sanctions by ensuring that there is joint effort to crack down on evasion sanctions, busting, okay, on any attempt by any country to help Russia basically undermine, weaken, or get around the sanctions. Biden is slated to attend an emergency NATO meeting, met with the other group of seven G7 leaders, and address the European Council Summit on Thursday in Brussels. He'll also travel to Poland and meet with the uh, Polish president um, and the following day. So looking forward to that and we'll be back in a moment or should I say I'll be back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them. It's Tuesday y'all and we about to turn up back in a moment. I spend my own money like word up. Leave when I want cause I paid my flight. Guys tripping like every time. Kadoba. From Disney. Get your desiccated little brain working. Witness the origin of Cruella de Vil. I'm Cruella. Disney's Cruella. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. Thousands remain without power after tornado outbreak in Texas. At least 19 people were taken to hospitals as a result of severe weather in Grayson and Jack counties. Officials said the system is now moving eastward towards Louisiana and Mississippi. 
Texas communities are picking up the pieces Tuesday morning after suspected tornadoes touched down in the state Monday, leaving dozens of structures damaged, at least 19 hospitalized and thousands without power. At least 10 people were taken to hospitals in the severe weather in Grayson County, according to the county's Office of Emergency Management. Meanwhile, in Jacksboro, within Jack County, nine people were treated at hospitals. Over 47,000 customers remain without power as of 8 a.m. today, Tuesday, with the worst outages in the, in, in the Houston and the Carson County areas, according to the Power Outage U.S. The storm system that swept through the Lone Star State and left extensive damage is now moving eastward towards Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, where it may possibly trigger a regional severe weather outbreak, according to the National Weather Service Storm Prediction Center. As many as 80 homes and businesses in Jack County, west of Dallas, were damaged or destroyed when a possible tornado struck the county and town of Jacksboro shortly after 3 p.m., officials said. The town's high school and elementary school were also in the storm's path and damaged. Harrowing photos of Jacksboro High School will show a wall and a part of the roof of the gymnasium ripped off, exposing brick and insulation foam. At the elementary school, vehicles were overturned outside the building. Jacksboro Police Chief Scott Haynes said, we're blessed no one was seriously hurt in the suspended tornado. He said that in a Tuesday morning news conference, noting that kids were safe waiting out the storm inside hallways. There was also damage in Round Rock north of Austin after what city officials said was a tornado. Round Rock Police Chief Alan Banks said the funnel cloud was seen on the south side of the city and that there was extreme structural damage, but no, no known deaths or serious injuries. Video footage shared on social media from a Walmart at Round Rock shows what appears to be a tornado moving in the parking lot as people and as people frantically sprint inside the store for shelter. In the Austin region, there were likely tornadoes in Round Rock and the Elgin areas, National Weather Service meteorologist Aaron Treadway said. But those and other suspected tornadoes will have to be confirmed by survey teams. Tornado watches covered a swath from east of San Antonio to far northwest Louisiana and southwest Arkansas on Monday night, according to the according to the Weather Service. About 22 million people were at risk for severe storms Monday across Texas, Oklahoma and Louisiana, including for possible nocturnal tornadoes that occur after dark forecasters said so pay attention to your local weather stations and download those weather apps on your cell phones back in a moment with the world according to bookie and them podcast stay with me your mouth is made to amaze let philip sonicare give its care a raise if your teeth chew beyond their limit, then they've earned 62,000 movements a minute. If your mouth's used to a manual clean, treat it to microbubbles that feel great in between. If your amazing mouth does more than its share, give it Philips Sonicare. 
Next level clean, next level care. There's always a way to make life better. Philips Sonicare. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Nothing like Will Smith coming in with the Miami. It's Miami style. To warm everything up. But um, I got on a serious note, on a straight up serious note. Everybody knows that it is spring break in Miami. And everybody's turned up. uh, And, you know, they ain't turning down because they saying turn down for what? And yeah, it's cool. Anyway. In the city of Miami, spring break shootings, Miami Beach emergency brings curfew. They got to put a curfew out there because of the shootings. They just can't have fun without the shootings. But anywho, city of Miami Beach officials declared a state of emergency on Monday and an upcoming curfew bidding to curb violent incidents at spring break that saw five people wounded in two separate shootings. Miami Beach Mayor and City Manager announced the emergency order at an afternoon news conference. It includes a curfew for the South Beach area that starts early Thursday after midnight and runs through the weekend. The City Commission will hold an emergency meeting Tuesday to discuss the declaration and the... um, City manager said that she planned to recommend the curfew be extended through the next weekend. Thousands of college students and other young people gather annually in Miami Beach for spring break. And this is the second year in a row that officials for South Beach, you know, for the South Beach, Florida city have declared a state of emergency in this fame partying spot. The mayor said about 100 guns have been seized over the past four weeks and several police officers have been injured while controlling the crowds. We can't endure this anymore. We just simply can't, the mayor Gelber said. This isn't your father or your mother's spring break. This is something wholly different. Like I said, this ain't like it was back in the day. You go and you have fun, you know. And you might have a fist fight or something break out, but nothing, you know, you didn't hear about no shootings. It's just, it's sad. Anyway, uh, Gelber noted that, you know, five people were shot over the weekend despite the 371 police officers being deployed. Three people were wounded early Sunday on a street crowded with spring breakers in the city's South Beach neighborhood. Police said two victims wounded at the scene were taken to a hospital while doctors at another hospital reported a third person arrived there with a gunshot wound. All were expected to survive. Uh, Early Monday, officers were patrolling about a block from the Sunday morning shooting site when they heard gunshots, police said. The officers found two men with gunshot wounds. Police said their wounds weren't life-threatening. At the urging of some residents, city officials have been working in recent years to crack down on unruly behavior in South Beach. But efforts to curb the excessive drinking and violence have raised complaints about racism, classism and business practice practices. More than 1000 people were arrested last March when the city imposed an 8 p.m. curfew. Authorities at the time sent military-style vehicles to disperse predominantly black crowds with rubber bullets, prompting criticizing, well, 
prompting criticism rather from black activists. Back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them podcast. The rainstorms ain't nothing to mess with, but I can't feel a drip on the strip. Yes. Fun? The WeatherTech's here. WeatherTech is the ultimate protection for your vehicle. Laser measured What about my car? WeatherTech. Everyone wants to be the Cadbury Bunny, because only he brings delicious Cadbury cream eggs, while others may keep trying. No bunny knows Easter better than Cadbury. Record, I said record. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Matanji Brown Jackson. President Biden's pick for... The Supreme, well, President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown Jackson, parades with Republican senators today. Or should I say she parade with them? And yes, Katanji Brown Jackson spent much of her second day of Senate hearings addressing criticism from Republican senators, senators, underscoring the challenge Democrats face in trying to keep the spotlight on her credentials and temperament. I guess they was trying to grill her and ruffle them feathers and see what she was going to say. First of all, let me tell you something. But she don't roll like that. She keeps it totally classy. And that's not her. That's just me being silly. Anywho, back to the seriousness. Um, Topics early on today, Tuesday, the first day of which Judge Jackson has answered questions, including decisions on her cases for anywhere from representing Guantanamo Bay to her decisions on child pornography and, you know, um, and whether her judicial philosophy reflected a will to remake the law in ways that go beyond the Constitution. The judge rebutted GOP allegations that she was soft on crime and said she has been acting primarily as a public defender and representing Guantanamo defendants and had later been assigned by her law firm, her law firm rather, to write a brief defending their rights. So basically she was doing her job. But anyway, that's my opinion. I just chimed in there. Anyway, she treaded carefully around attempts by Senator, by one of the senators, John Cornyn from Texas, to pin her down on whether she would seek to expand existing federal rights by deciding that some rights were implied in the Constitution. She said that under Supreme Court precedents, the kind of things that qualify are implicit in the concept of ordered liberty or are deeply rooted in our country's history and tradition. And um, I wish we had more candid conversations about the source of the power that unelected lifetime tenure judge had to basically rule America. Mr. Cornyn said Uh, one of president Biden's uh, stated criteria 
for any nominee was that she hold an expansive view of individual rights that extends beyond those specifically listed in the Constitution, a stance that has obviously repercussions on topics like abortion and same-sex marriage. Barring unforeseen revelations, little stands in the way of Judge Jackson's confirmation. The state Senate's breakdown, or should I say the Senate's breakdown, is unchanged since last year when three Republicans joined all 50 Democrats and independents to confirm her to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. Democrats, Republicans haven't been faced with the decision of whether to confirm a Democratic president nominee for 12 years. The last Supreme Court justice picked by a Democratic president, Justice Elena Kagan, was confirmed in 2010 with five Republican votes, including from Mr. Graham and Senator Susan Collins. Since then, the Senate has changed its procedures to confirm justices on a simple majority basis and minority support has declined. By 2020, Justice Amy Conant Barrett was confirmed with no Democratic support in a protest of President Donald Trump's decision to confirm a justice just days before the presidential elections. Justice Kavanaugh received one Democratic vote. The Senate weighs President Biden's nominee for the nation's highest court. Back in a moment with the World According to Buki and Them podcast. Stay with me, everybody. Back in a moment. Say by nothing, I'll be finished. Hard to tell. I can tell. My little fit. You play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. Now you say. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. frozen falls by lunch welcome back everybody china locks down city of nine million and reports four thousand cases as omicron tests zero covid strategy the city of xinyang has barred residents from leaving without a 48 hour negative test result and put all housing compounds under closed management china has locked down an industrial city of 9 million people overnight and reported more than 4,000 virus cases as the nation's zero COVID strategy is confronted by an Omicron wave. Health authorities reported 4,770 new infections across the country on today as the bulk in the northeastern province of Jilin, as the city of Xinyang in neighboring Liaoning province was ordered to lock down late yesterday, Monday. China has moved fast in recent weeks to snuff out virus clusters with a pick and a mix of hyper-local lockdowns, mass testing, and citywide closures. It reported two COVID-19 deaths on Saturday, the first in over a year. More than 20,000 people have been infected in the wave of the Omicron strain, which has challenged China's usually successful response strategies and forced authorities to make changes, including freeing up hospital beds from mild symptom 
patients. Authorities have warned of the risk posed to growth by per- persistent lockdowns as the country strives to balance the health crisis with the needs of the world's second biggest economy. Shenyang, an industrial base home to factories, including car maker BMW, reported 47 new cases today, Tuesday, as authorities put all housing compounds under closed management and barred residents from leaving without a 48-hour negative test result. On Monday, Shanghai Disneyland Resort closed again until further notice as the city's case numbers continued to increase, reporting 758 for Sunday. Last week, Chinese president stressed the need to minimize the impact of the pandemic on the country's economy, but also urged officials to stick to the current zero COVID approach. Dozens of officials have been punished or sacked for failing to keep the virus under control with the threat of harsh punishment reportedly spurring from some officials to impose drastic measures. In in Zhanghao, a woman was reportedly forced to quarantine inside a hot pot restaurant for three days. Her friends, who left one minute earlier, avoided the lock-in. Some cities such as Shanghai, have avoided full lockdown and instead imposed a web of individual building lockdowns, even as new daily asymptomatic infections spiral into the hundreds. Jilin Provincial officials announced Monday that the first 10,000 doses of Pfizer's oral COVID drug arrived on Sunday, marking the first time Paloxolivit, Paxlovid has been used in China. Sorry. The province last week imposed strict travel curbs banning locals from leaving their cities and countries, I mean, and counties, while several cities have already confined residents at home. The Southern Tech powerhouse of Shenzhen on Monday announced it would lift its week-long lockdown in an orderly manner after having partially eased measures on Friday to minimize the impact of the virus shutdowns on factories and ports. Health officials last week revealed only around half of Chinese aged over 80 have been double vaccinated as a specter of Hong Kong's dire COVID mortality rates, mainly among the unvaccinated elderly, hangs over Beijing's decision making. Feel the clarity of non-drowsy Claritin in relief from symptoms caused by over 200 allergens like those from Buddy, because stuffed animals are clearly no substitute for real ones. Feel the clarity and live Claritin clear. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Maripol in Ukraine, once home to more than 450,000 people, is being reduced to ashes. Wow. Ukrainian President Zelensky said, as new images, if you look on the internet and everywhere else, and like, as new images forces, dug, I mean, they just dug in around the southern port of the city. And Zelensky said he's open with negotiations with Russia, uh, with Russian President Vladimir Putin. But if they fail, it could result in a wider war. Wow. When you're trying to negotiate with somebody and then there's a possibility that it could be in a wider war. That's just like, yeah, that's just stupid. First of all, 
And U.S. President Joe Biden and fellow world leaders will hold a set of emergency summits in Europe. As we all know, uh, Thursday, later on this week, but few observers believe anything they can agree upon will be enough to end the bloodshed in Ukraine. And President Biden has no plans to visit Ukraine, the White House says. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Jen Psaki, uh, the press secretary, she has COVID, but she seems to be doing okay. So um, thoughts and prayers that she can, you know, get a speedy recovery because mm-hmm. you don't wish that on nobody. And... um. Pentagon, Ukraine's airspace remains contested partially because the Ukrainians are making it that way. The airspace over Ukraine remains contested as the Russian invasion of the country is in its fourth week of conflict. Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby said during a briefing at the Pentagon on Monday. And he said the airspace is contested partially because the Ukrainians are making it that way. Ukrainians still have fixed the rotary wing aircraft, Kirby said. And it's contested because the Ukrainians are making it that way. And they're being they're being very smart about how they're marshalling and using their air defense resources, which includes fixed and rotary wing aircraft, which they continue to fly, Kirby said. So, and then France said that there is no agreement in the site. Well, there's no agreement in sight for a ceasefire in Ukraine. Um, so send all your prayers to the Ukrainians yeah. that Ukraine will win in this mm-hmm. war that they didn't even pick. Exactly. And all of those millions and millions and millions and millions of people that are left homeless. And 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 had to flee for their lives to leave the country. And they're in this horrible state. All because the Russian president decided he, you know, had a, a, an agenda. Because with that two hundred trillion dollars, he just—I mean—he just didn't have anything else. To, I don't know. Hopefully he didn't have nothing else to do. I'm just—I'm tripping on that conclusions for this all to end because we believe in peace exactly and and good always rule out over wickedness people them people wasn't doing nothing to nobody but living their best lives own business and you gotta do something back exactly back in a moment with the world according to bookie and them podcasts it's too dark in here. I need to get out. Just calm down. I can't calm down. The walls are closing in. I'm freaking out. Ugh, relax, yellow. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> Let's not do that again. At last, Eminem's mix. If you happen to blow, it makes a round sounds. Oh my. And that's going to do it for the Tuesday turn up tea, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the World According to Bookie and Up podcast. The World According to Bookie and Up does not own any of the rights to any of the commercials, any of the music, and some of the sayings. Y'all keep believing in yourself and love yourself and have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you, guys. Peace. In the cut, big black truck, sacked up. You can pick it up now. Get okay. Push the pay. Off of the porch or break up. Down. Get this. If it happens to blow, it makes a round sound.